0: Nobody wins, unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game! An impossible goal! These guys are good! Scary good! And this crowd is going bananas! As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey hello everyone welcome back to line change the nhl betting podcast from the action network presented to you by our friends at BetMGM. my name is michael lieboff joining me as always is my co-host nhl betting expert nick martin nick it's busy in the nhl right now trades flying all over the place uh if is a dallas star can you believe it some other big names flying all over too uh But we're going to talk about the games coming up on Tuesday. We'll sprinkle some deadline chatter in and out, I'm sure, as we break these things down. But if you want to hear uh, a more robust kind of big picture view of what's going on in the NHL from a a betting lens with the trade deadline looming on Friday, uh, be sure to listen to our episode on the Action Network podcast feed. We're recording that one right after this. But for now, we will start where we always do. That's with an underdog. And we're going to go dumpster diving here. The Columbus Blue Jackets are plus 170 against the Buffalo Sabres on Tuesday night. Sabres are minus 210 over under six and a half. I think this number is only going to head in one direction, too. The reason I like the Jackets, and like I said, I think you can probably wait for a better number, is the Buffalo Sabres, as much as they can score, and Alex Tuck is out, so that dings them a bit. But as much as they can score, they also leak goals. Uh, their goaltending, when it's not Craig Anderson, who's 41 years old, and God bless him, in goal like they're struggling to keep the puck out of the net it makes them a a good underdog right a team that can score with the the more talented teams but a pretty vulnerable favorite because they can also let in goals and keep teams like Columbus in the game Buffalo's four and four in their eight games as a favorite of minus 180 or higher this season I think that is a pretty good even in an eight game sample pretty good reflection of what you can expect when this team gets to these prices uh, and meanwhile Columbus is still playing competitive hockey they haven't lost by more than two goals since uh, February 10th when they lost 3-0 to the Leafs, 4-2-2 in their last eight shootout loss to the Wild the other day in which they blew a 2-0 lead. So they're feisty. they just beat the Oilers as well. Like this is, And they showed some gumption in that game, right? They blew the 4-0 lead and still ended up winning. Uh, yeah, I think the price is going to be big enough here and Columbus to take a shot uh, against a team that is in a, a must-win spot, right? So it's that must-win narrative seeping into the market. Uh, and when you bet against that, you're likely going to get some some good value.
1: Yeah, I like it. Columbus have been really scrappy. I think this will be one, ideally, maybe even you see better prices with the Blue Jackets closer to the game. Um, Buffalo kind of showed me on the weekend because I thought Darlene moved the needle out. All right, it Went him out and tuck. I thought it moved the needle enough that the caps were playable. The caps were just absolute garbage in that game. I didn't really think I rated anything from Buffalo that impressive there. And I think a lot of the, the flaws are there. And then eventually the loss of Dalian will be really massive because if you look at Buffalo's third pairing, it has been getting caved in. So when they have to elevate these guys into bigger roles, I think it is really reasonable to say that they could struggle. And yeah, so I, I think the logic there is, uh, is pretty strong. I know the Sabres are everyone's favorite team right now. They're really, really fun to watch. So hopefully the price will grow.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you have a, I guess we can't call it an underdog, but a, a, a good number. Uh, that, that you want to throw out there on a, on a player prop?
1: Yeah, so I think Andreas Athanasiou, I'm excited to watch how it goes tonight versus Anaheim I'm on these props. If you're hearing this before tonight's game, I think it's a good one as well. Has the potential to go, go off over these next two games, playing on the top line, top power play. It's a, He's the kind of guy, this is a bit of like maybe just personal take, but if you're going to give him space and let him fly down the wings and do his thing, As Arizona and the Ducks probably will, there's the potential that this is a bit of a smash spot. And I do think there's an outside chance he still gets traded and wants out of there. So it's a good show me time, like we saw with Patrick Kane. So I don't have any dogs right now, but I I think uh, Athanasio is a a pretty interesting take um, for the week. With that said, we've talked about it. I'm in. It, I've been in shambles in terms of my whole career with action. This has been like my worst week. I think you'll like this story. So on the weekend at my men's league game, a guy skated by me, obviously knew who I was. And he just says, nice fucking picks lately. <laughs> and I had no <laughs> rebuttal. I literally just like got on the bench and was like, all right, bro, good for you. <laughs> and just, so anyways, I bet, you know what? I think things are due to get better or else I'm going to have to like, you know, shave my head or, or something. So they're gonna come around.
0: It's the old adage I like to say when people ask me how what do I do when I'm on a hot streak. It's I live in in constant fear of of regression. And what do I do when I'm on a cold streak? I'm I just convince myself that I'll never turn it around. Uh, and on that positive note, let's dive into the rest of the big board ten games on uh, Tuesday night. This is for February 28th, and only two of them feature. Uh, only two of them aren't are like completely meaningless. They feature teams that are out of the two teams that are out of the playoff mix. So we'll start with Florida and Tampa battle of the Sunshine State. Florida's plus one thirty five in Tampa. Bolts minus one sixty over under here seven. One of these wobbles from Tampa Bay that we've grown accustomed to kind of just ignoring. They were outplayed by Detroit, but Vasilevsky stood on his head in an a outstanding shutout performance. And then they got walloped by Pittsburgh. I think it was a football score, 7-3 by the end of it. But Florida will be at without uh, Barkov again. They'll be without Sam Bennett. So not too much for me to get involved here. I think the number with with those guys out looks
1: right. Yeah, this feels like a game where whatever pick I make would just go wrong. <laughs> but I like to think that... Uh, I feel like Tampa will bounce back, but I, I don't know if the number's here to to really get into that Uh Yeah.
0: Uh, the Red Wings are and Senators. This is the second game of back to back with both games taking place in Ottawa. They're playing on Monday night, uh, and then they're playing again on Tuesday night. Price is basically the same right now. On Monday night, they're minus one twenty-five. The Senators are at home, right? And for Tuesday, as we look ahead, it's minus one thirty. Magnus Hellberg is getting the nod for the Red Wings on. Monday night. So we'll see who so in goal for them on Tuesday in all likelihood. And it looks like Cam Talbot will get to start on Monday night. And, and he's rumored to be traded. So this could be his last start. And then we'll uh, see the backup for Ottawa on Tuesday night, unless, you know, they want to just keep riding him until they trade him. I got nothing here either. Like it's, I think you got to watch Monday night. It's, it's a weird spot for the senators and cause when you look at the way that this playoff race is breaking down in the East, the Islanders right now have the first wild card spot, 69 points, but they've played 63 games. Then it's Pittsburgh, 67 uh, points from 59 Buffalo, 66 points from 58 Detroit, 64 from 58 Florida, Washington, both on 64 from 61 to 62 games played, but Ottawa are, can still convince themselves That they're in this race, right? They're seven points behind Pittsburgh and nine behind the Islanders, but they have five games in hand on the Islanders. They have a game in hand on Pittsburgh and two wins over Detroit for Ottawa. And all of a sudden, we're talking about the Senators in kind of the same fashion. We're talking about Buffalo, Detroit, uh, Panthers, and not the Caps as much anymore as they've kind of waved the white flag. But so this is a huge game Uh, Monday night. And then you know, you try not to get into the narratives, but but like a regulation loss from the Senators, I think does actually matter a little bit in how you bet this thing on Tuesday night. So uh, I'll be passing regardless. But, and, uh, but it is, I mean, who would have thought Senators, Red Wings, February 27th and 28th would probably be the most interesting game on the slate?
1: Yeah, I think that the under, if it's set at six and a half, is another interesting look. We've seen that Detroit, it's really clear, I think based upon the eye test, if you're watching what they're trying to do right now, they're looking to keep the games low event, hang around, make less mistakes than the opponent, and turn you know turn them into a coin flip and hang around and just and find a way to win. And I think that's what the eye test says. And I dove into the analytics of Detroit's uh, recent run today, and that's exactly what they say. They're playing some of the most low event hockey in the league. They're not allowing they're they're generating less than they're allowing, but both marks are really low. And now with the goaltending stabilizing. So I think if it's six and a half again, I'll probably, I could see a lot of merit with backing the under. Um, Senators seem to be playing that same way too. Yeah. Like the, and the Sens, obviously they have a little more scoring punch. It's been surprising how bad they've been at five on five, but they're not like a team that I think is high event enough that they should be dragging this total to six and a half. Like I think right now I see Detroit as just a dead under team barring like matchups, which are going to, you know what I mean? Just outside of horrible matchups. I think this is a team that's just looking to win low scoring tight games right now. And it seems like pretty much LeMond would happily tell you as much.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's one of those that uh, a bet on it to go past regulation kind of makes a little bit of sense too, with the way that you expect it to play out The goaltending of course is, is the, uh, the wrinkle here as as senators without Forsberg. If it's
1: Sogard, he's yeah. been he's been a small I, sample livable, which yeah. is enough to entice me for the sense because it's not like they're used to getting crazy goaltending.
0: Uh Winnipeg Jets are in a little bit of a skid now. They're minus one forty-five at home to the Kings, who are plus one twenty-five. The over under six. This has been a, a long road trip for Los Angeles. They're coming back from uh the Rangers, uh, the trip through the New York area get the Rangers, Devils and Islanders. So it, w- it would be a lean towards Los Angeles at this price. But the goaltending gap is pretty tough to swallow.
1: Yeah, I find that hard to handicap sometimes. We've talked about it a lot with the Kings that Copley is just hard to live with. Um, and I still think it's true. I like, I, uh, yeah, the price just looks sharp altogether. And uh, I didn't really see much here.
0: The Seattle Kraken are minus 150 in St. Louis against the Blues. Uh, another team that's waved the white flag. Ivan Barbashev is, has joined Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko and Noel Chari and Nico Mikula, uh as players who have been traded from the St. Louis roster since the beginning of the season. The over-under here is six. I think the over is, is maybe worth a look, maybe not as high as it would be because Bennington just is coming off a pretty solid performance against the Penguins, but that would be the only way I'd look for Kraken and Blues.
1: Yes, I'm hoping I, I could see there are some arguments for a play on the crack in here. Like, I don't think they've been as bad. They've played some some tough teams. I thought they played Boston pretty well. Not so good last night versus Toronto. But I think they're still competing and this is such a big game for them. They're so much deeper than the Blues now that, yeah, I, I think I can say that I can get behind a Seattle lean on some of the early numbers Monday. I definitely thought there was there's a solid play there. Hockey season is heating up, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and receive first bet insurance up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-00 in Puerto Rico, call 877 hope ny or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 or call one 9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, or any other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.
0: The uh, New York Islanders, look out. 18-wheeler coming yeah. through the NHL right now. They're plus 115 uh, in Minnesota against the Wild. The Wild are minus 135. The over-under, we're seeing a 5.5. How about that uh, in this one? I think from a num- like a price perspective, I would maybe play the Islanders if it gets a little longer. But I do want to say that sometimes you, the, the odds tell a story, and I think that's the case here. The Islanders are missing Matt Barzell and they're missing JG Pajot. They're playing some, you know, AHL level players in the lineup, and this is the the number kind of tells you that they've been their form has been pretty good, uh, and, and it has been defensively, especially, uh, and of course the goaltending with with Sorokin uh, set to start in this one after getting the day off on Sunday. Should you know it, he he makes him a live underdog at any price. So it would be Islanders or nothing for me here.
1: Yeah, I think I, I still like the under. Obviously, the matchup's being baked into it when we see a rare five and a half, but that's been a lot of Islanders games lately. Uh, recently have been a juiced six or a five and a half, and they're still trending below that. So I think I see some merit there. The Wild have no scoring punch. They pretty much, kaprizov has been half the offense for a reasonably large sample now, and Gustafsson's starting to dominate. So I think there's some good logic there to look towards the under, um, and that would that would be my lean on this one.
0: Okay, uh, the Boston Bruins they're in Edmonton on Monday night. Then they do the Alberta two step to Calgary on Tuesday. Boston's minus one twenty flames and even money home underdog. The over under six. If Boston, the next two points they collect, they go over their team season point total, which was ninety six and a half points. We've we've probably seen, uh, over unders go over at an earlier part in the season, but those were probably like. You know, 70 and a half on teams that just completely shocked the league right not 97 getting to 97 points so jesus uh the bruins man and uh they of course made a huge trade over the weekend getting dimitri orlov and garnet hathaway from your capitals and only got better i got nothing here i mean when we talk about betting blacklists you're, you're usually talking about Teams like the Anaheim Ducks or, you know, the Blue Jackets, the teams at the very bottom of the the league that you just are sort of like, you know what? Just done with them. The Flames are just impossible, man. They are just impossible. So
1: sure. I'm staying away. Yeah, I agree. It's a spot where I'm not willing to back Boston at this number, but I've been burned on the Flames so many times. It's ridiculous. And the Vegas one, obviously, was just another line. The Vegas collapse was just another awful loss on the Flames. I'm not a fan of the term like betting list, like band and and stuff like that guys saying like this player's banned and so on. But Calgary is like making me reevaluate that stance because of yeah. how God awful they like every spot seems presentable to me and then they just find a way to lose. So, and then they suck me in. Cause I'm like, well, they're really going to do it again. And and they do, they do. So.
0: I, I said on our Thursday episode that it, it felt like a pretty good round Robin episode and, and it teetered on, on being pretty close. Uh, couple of underdogs won then the uh the flames blew a 3-1 lead that changed the night um but i kind of feel like if you wanted to do a dumpster diving round robin or parlay uh tuesday night is is interesting because the montreal canadians are plus 135 in san jose against the sharks who just traded timo meyer uh san jose's minus 155 the over under six and a half san jose's goaltending is so poor and and they should tilt the ice in the right direction as as they against a team like montreal and they still have pieces but they've traded away timo meyer uh they're gonna they might be sitting players out as we get closer to the deadline like you know nick bonino and other depth players uh and you know the effort you're gonna get from montreal uh, every night from from this young team i just don't think that san jose should be minus 155 uh, in the spot considering the goaltender and uh what what uh they just traded away so yeah I'm I'm going to be on the Habs here. Uh it's ugly but I can't see. Maybe I would love to be introduced to the people that are going to lay it with the sharks in the spot.
1: Yeah, I like it. I would I would definitely agree Habs are nothing. And to pull it up, I'm sure if without looking, I'm just glancing the splits between the east and the west are really prominent here. Yeah, Montreal's just one game below 500 versus the west. So that could work towards the idea that these teams are closer. I, I know we bank on that angle a lot, but I think it is meaningful when you talk about two teams that are apparently being viewed as drastically differently. Especially Meyer was so good. Like, he he moves the needle all over the ice. So, I think once you factor out that loss, that's probably like 4%, and that price just does look, looks long. So, yeah, I like it.
0: All right, uh, and that wraps up the big board. Now we can look at our top shelf bets, our favorite bets, Tuesday, February 28th.
1: Top shelf more
0: We'll start with Pittsburgh and Nashville. The Penguins are minus 140 on the road. Predators plus 120 over under six and a half. Uh, a lot going on in Nashville. David Poyle, who has been their only general manager, the team came into the NHL in 1998 and he's been in charge since. Uh, he's stepping aside for Barry Trotz, a former coach of your Washington Capitals and former coach of my New York Islanders. Uh, and of course, former head coach for the Nashville Predators. He will take over for Poyle. Um, the Predators have traded away Nino Re- Niederreiter. They traded away Ch- Tanner Janot. More players will be traded from Nashville, it seems. The Penguins, meanwhile, things were not looking good. Then they stabilized with a win in St. Louis, which was a good effort. Shouldn't Probably shouldn't have gotten even close to overtime. Uh, and they win it there. And then they they trounced the Lightning against Brian Elliott. Um, but Pittsburgh does look like they maybe have, have stabilized a little bit. However, the, the defense is just tough for me to handle. Uh laying it here. So I'm going to pass. What do you have?
1: Yeah. I like the pens and regulation. I think it's a great play. Um, I still don't think the predators are close to the penguins, even with respect to what their flaws are. And I don't think the Preds are a good team to expose uh, what Pittsburgh's flaws have been recently um, defending the rush and defending in general. I still think the Preds are going to struggle a lot at five on five. I know they've had a couple big performances versus uh, Florida and Arizona lately. I don't think that's going to be the going rate, and I still think the difference between the top talents on these teams is massive. So uh, with Jari back, hopefully stabilizing them, uh, the Penguins in, in goal, I think there's a pretty wide gap between these teams, and I'm willing to play uh, Pittsburgh here to win in regulation.
0: For me, it sounds like sacrilege, uh, given my Coyotes at home stance, but the Hawks are plus 150 against Arizona. Arizona's minus 175. The over under six. I cannot, you know, I'm doing that kind of cartoon thing where they like wipe their eyes. It's just hard to to see minus one seventy five next to the Coyotes. And I know the Hawks are bad, and they traded away Kane, but they're playing all right.
1: Yeah, McCabe. Uh, Don't forget McCabe. Yeah, McCabe. Yeah, McCabe and Lafferty.
0: Yeah, they like. Yeah. They they, I just don't know. Like for a team like and Jack Johnson,
1: like for a team like this, it's. Well, that's anti. Yeah. That one surprised me because. I know he was there. I know he won with Colorado. He seems like the best dude in the world, but like he literally looks like one of the worst players in the whole league. So that, yeah.
0: But it's in terms of this game, it's I just can't get my mind around the Coyotes being a minus one seventy five favorite against anybody. Uh, so look, if you're going to give me plus one fifty to go against Arizona, even if it's at the magical Mullet Arena, I'm going to take it uh, and and just hope that. The gap between these two teams—it doesn't look that large, even when you take these guys off. Uh, and and we should have some some spirited efforts from players like you said, Athanasio, you know, Max Domi, Connor Murphy, like players that will want to get traded from Chicago. So uh, I'll take the Blackhawks in Arizona.
1: I like it. Uh, I'll be rooting against you because I need the Hawks to start losing. I need them to lose this game. I need them to finish dead last. So please win Arizona. Come on out and do it. And the one, <laughs> there's a couple of player props. I think Barrett Hayton is going to remain really interesting. He's been really good uh, lately with Keller and Schmaltz on uh, the top line there. That that line's been absolutely dominant. So if Barrett and Hayton point is still around plus one hundred, minus one ten, which is what it was versus the Preds, I guess it should. You'd think it would drop to about minus one twenty. But anyways, I think that's a, a strong play. And if you're on a site, maybe with some single game parlay options for points, I think parlaying parts of that line is is a fun option as well it's a good way to end it chicago blackhawks and like i said if you wanted to like
0: dumpster dive with a round robin or parlay it would be habs hawks maybe a look at uh well the columbus blue jackets and then like maybe the the Isles or the kings if you want to keep it as a plus money thing the lightning if you want to anchor it with a favorite that would be my suggestion anyways um with that Nick Martin, I'm Michael Leboff. Thank you for listening to another episode of Line Change. Be sure to check us out on the Action Network pod as we break down the trade deadline, look ahead to some futures as we head down the stretch. And thanks to our sponsors, BetMGM. That's us until Thursday. Until then, best of luck with all your bets.
1: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly.